Hey, hey, what's up, folks? How's it going? Welcome back to another episode of the No Sleep Startup Podcast. I'm your host, Dominic Montgomery. This is episode 45. 45, huh? You guys doing all right? How's your week been? Did you learn anything new? Did you uh, do some research into your own craft? Did you do that? My week's been all right so far. I mean, it's Monday. But uh, it's off to a good start. It's kind of rainy today. I like rainy days. You know, you kind of take it easy. If you have a lot of local clients, they take it easy too, you know. Uh, nobody really wants to spend a lot of money on a rainy day. <laughs> and nobody really wants to work a lot when it's raining coldy. Coldy. Raining coldy. When it's raining cold. Uh, but uh, today was good. Today was good. Had a guy come in. Who uh, heard me speak at a thing. So I met with him for a while. Um, Got to kind of give him some insight into the business. So that was good. That was good for him. It was good for me. It was good for content for this podcast for sure. Um, He asked a lot of questions. Sometimes I feel like I... I, uh, You know, if there's like a four or five step... um, solution to a to a question or answer to a question i always start at like step three <clears throat> i'm trying to get better at it I'm trying to start at step one like you know if the solution is uh just use photoshop the step one should be open your computer <laughs> some people need to know that because they'll go grab a, a ipad or something you know <clears throat> not saying you can't do it on an ipad but Maybe they'll grab an iPod. Maybe they're 80 years old. <laughs> uh, but it's going good. Had a good weekend. Had a real good weekend. Um, a lot of cheerleading stuff. My daughter's into cheerleading, man. Oh, you know what I did do? I watched this movie called Elysium. Now, if you've seen this movie and you like this movie... I've got a lot of questions for you because this was probably, let me, before I say that, let me think. Yeah, it was probably one of the worst movies that I've ever seen in my entire life. Now, did it have one of the best actors in the world? Matt Damon? 100%. Did it have action? 100%. Was it, was some of it based in space and some on earth? 100%. Were there machines that helped move a guy's body? 100%. Was there, were there fight scenes and were there uh, flying uh, spacecrafts? 100%. Was it a good movie? Absolutely not. This movie was insane. <laughs> the premise is like there's a guy on Earth and there's, there's also like this beautiful euphoria, uh, uh, this other uh, Earth 2 or whatever they called it that they built up and it floated in space and it was like the perfect place to live. So all the rich people got to go to this place and live there while all the poor people stayed on earth and worked. And then this guy, Matt Damon, he worked at a factory and he was like a, a, a ex ex convict. And 
one day at work, he he got a lot of radiation. So they told him you only have five weeks to live or something like that, five days. So he gets a like machine stuck into his back that helps him move and gives him strength. And then he and his ex-convict buddies kill a guy and go up and insert information into his brain. And they go up to the Euphoria, Earth 2, whatever. And then they uh, they shut everything down and now everyone's equal. It's insane, okay? Don't watch the movie. Watch it if you want to be entertained. But also don't watch it if you want to be entertained. You know what I'm saying? And I started, I was going to... I was going to uh, relate it to, (laughs) I was going to segue that whole uh, storyline into like the people on earth are freelancers and the people up on earth too are like, you know, the established agency owners, but that was way too easy and simple. (laughs) I mean, it kind of makes sense, but oh gosh, the movie's so bad. I don't know. They must have paid Matt Damon a lot to do that. Oh, it was bad. Anyways, today I, I do want to talk about, um, I want to talk about talking. Okay? I want to talk about having the right conversations. And the reason this came to mind was one of the, the guy I was talking to today, uh, he was saying, like, his goal is to help small businesses. Okay, now that's a goal, okay? It's a, a noble goal to help small businesses. Um, and I asked them, okay, that's cool. How, how will you find out what the business needs? You know? Because I think a, a lot of times we don't think about the full scope of what a business needs in our preliminary conversations because our whole goal at going in is how do we sell what we do you know what I mean we're like okay I do graphic graphic design let me go in there and pitch graphic design well what if they don't need that how do you prompt the conversation to land at uh, to land with them needing what you do and I think I said in a few episodes ago it's a learned skill kinda um comes with a lot of experience sort of uh but if you can get this trick quickly if you can get it very soon on in your career uh it'll i mean it's really gonna help it's really gonna help you because it helps it helps you and it helps them right so like what what if what if you get there and you're like, hey, uh, and they're like, hey, um, I own, let's say, a eight uh, air conditioning company, right? And you're like, I do graphic design, and they're gonna look at you and say, well, how can, how can you help me? And you're gonna look and say, how can you pay? For, can you pay me? <laughs> I'll do some graphics for you, without understanding how, like, what all they need, right? So let's let's set up the scenario, okay? It's the first meeting. This this person heard what you do, and they want to set up a meeting with you. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that they are going to buy from you. What happened was they heard what you do, and they say, hey, we should meet, because they want to see if what you do can help them. Okay? Now it's on you. 
before the meeting, you got to see, can what I do serve this company? And we're talking HVAC here, right? air, air conditioning, air conditioning, heating, whatever. Very, you know, non-sexy uh, type of company, but maybe what you do can help them. Well, how do we know? You know, how do we figure that out? And then how do we start the conversation and end it so that they're like, yeah, let's let's try it out. What I try to do is listen first, you know, say, hey, I'm, I'm thankful for this meeting. You know, I do. Let's just say I do. Uh, let's say we do graphic design. OK, let's try that. I might fail miserably at this explanation, but let's try it. Okay, I do graphic design. Hey, uh, thanks for taking this meeting with me. Um, real thankful. So tell me, you know, uh, what all have you done in the digital world? You know, let them let them tell you. Well, we we just finished a website. I'm not too fond of it. Uh, we got this one company, and they're running our ads, right? Now, before I continue, this is assuming you've done the research and, like, you know all of uh, what the competitors are doing, that's an easy, easy uh, discovery. You know, if it's, if their company X, HVAC company in your town, look up company Y and Z and just take mental note of what they're doing, right? Maybe they're running ads. How can you find the ads? I'll tell you that in a minute. What do their graphics look like? I do graphics. What do their graphics look like? When I say graphics, I could mean social posts, right? The web design, um, logo, what do their trucks look like, right? All that stuff. You got to have that down, then compare it to who you're talking to. Just have it mentally in your mind. Don't come there with a folder, you know, three ring binder. Like, all right, this is you. I actually laminated this. Yeah, this is you. And then this is them. I didn't laminate theirs. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> but hey, what have you done? They say, we did this, we did that. You say, okay, great. So, um, in what ways did you see me helping or had you, had you thought that far? That's a good question to ask. Cause if they have thought that far or if they haven't, or if they've thought that far and stopped, guess what? Now you know why you're there. They need some help figuring out what's next, right? So what I generally do is I like to do research right then and there in front of the client. Is it first time research? Not always. Have I looked it up the day before? Probably. Did I maybe look it up on the way there? Most likely. Um, but I do a little research just so I know, you know, who am I going to pull up in front of them? Now, this is a pro tip. Okay. It was one of my pro tips. One of my pro tips is doing the research in front of them and also explaining your method in front of them, your method, your process, showing them a little like giving them a little razzle-dazzle right then and there, it's important. It, it helps a lot, okay? And I'll tell you why in a second. <laughs> so I do the research. So let's say <clears throat> uh, HVAC Company X, that's who you're talking to. You say, okay, well, in order to understand kind of where the industry is right now and what your competitors are doing, why don't we walk into what they're doing? Okay, do you know how to look up where they're showing up? And they'll say, no. So you'll say, okay, great. So first of all, let's look up, uh, let's look at, see if they're running any ads. Let's see what those look like, you know, because I, I do design. So I'm concentrating on the design. How do we make sure that your design is above the rest, is more appealing to your potential customer? So first I go to Facebook, 
right? Because most HVAC companies are running Facebook, Instagram ads. So you go to Facebook. You pull up the competitor, okay? Now, you can pull up the competitor, a person or a company who you think is the competitor. You could tell, ask them, who are your top competitors, right? They'll say two names that are some people they probably came up with. You know, not they won't necessarily be their actual competitors online, but let them give you a name or two and then pull up a couple other competitors that you've researched. So when you pull them up, you go to their, per, their uh, business page, and then on the left side, you'll see a little column that says page transparency, okay? You click view, and it's gonna show, you know, when the page was created, uh, who the admin of the page is, uh, maybe a little info about them, I forgot exactly how it looks, but, all, but then also, there's a button that says go to add library. Okay. Now, what this button is going to do is take you to another portion of Facebook that shows you what ads that page is running currently and what ads they have run in the past. So, all of a sudden, you've just given uh, Company X insight into some competitor research. Right? You're doing it right in front of them. Now they're involved, right? psychologically they're right there with you oh we're figuring this out this guy i'm working with this guy already they don't say that but that's how it feels you see you're either sitting beside them with your laptop or you've casted it up to their you know their big screen with the hdmi cord that didn't work for your thing so somebody had to go find a connector an adapter and that kind of worked <laughs> why can't they just have apple tv in every conference room Anyways, so you pull that up, right? Open up another browser, pull up the competitor, do the same thing. Open up another browser, pull up the competitor, do the same thing. Now, you know design. You're the design guru. So I just start to point out, all right, well, it looks like, you know, they're both using this type of phrasing in their creative. They're both using this type of uh, colors, these types of colors, right? I've noticed none of them are using their logo, None of these images or videos they're using are, are branded. So that's one thing I would definitely do. You know, in that case, you know, if somebody shares it, then you're getting some brand rec recognition. What's also cool about the page print transparency is you can see how many comments, how much engagement each post got. So you can point that out too. You know, hey, it looks like when they offered, you know, a, um, a fall discount, uh, their post got shared 250 times. So... We need to make note of that. And just say something like, we need to make note of that. Don't just say, is that something you'd be willing to offer? No, we together need to make note of that. Right? Now you've, you've stumbled into the right conversation with this, with Company X, which with HVAC X, I keep forgetting what I call them. Company X, let's just say. Stumbled into the right conversation because it started with, what can you do for me? Now you're in, let's figure it out together. Psychologically, you're already working together. Okay? So you're showing your knowledge, you're looking up the competitors. I also like to, uh, you know, if you know digital at all, I also like to um, look up in AdWords, Google AdWords. Easy to do. Go to Google, type up HVAC company near me, and see what ads show up. So first and foremost, you're going to see Google Guaranteed, you know, so Google Guaranteed, those are the ads before the ads. Those are the companies that have gone through Google's um, 
approval process. I've done it with a few companies. You have to send them like insurance paperwork. You have to send them, um, uh, you have to do background checks on all your employees. And then if you get approved, then Google guarantees the person searching that this company is good. And if not, if they do something to screw something up, we will reimburse you personally up to like $2,000 or $5,000 or whatever the industry calls for. Right? Google does that. Did you guys know that? This is this is cool. This is a really cool um, way to like find a, ni- a niche. A niche? A niche. I'm not going to say niche. To find a niche. Look up, um, let's just Google it. Uh, Google, let's say Google guaranteed categories 2022. All right. Get your Google business profile, Google guaranteed. Let's look at the categories they have right now. So they've got uh, law, financial planning, real estate, uh, providers that work in child care, um, let's see, acupuncture, animal rescue services, dance instruction, what? Garage door services, handyman, obviously, HVAC's right there, landscaping, moving, pest control, plumbing, preschool, roofing, uh, siding, weight loss services, yoga. Guys, I'm telling you right there. You could just call these companies and say, hey, are you guys Google guaranteed? They say, what's that? And then you can get in and have the right conversation with them, right? Look that up. It's easy to to do for, I've done it for quite a few companies and we've actually charged for it. Uh, if they have a lot of um, if they have a lot of workers on staff, we charge for it because we have to get everyone's background check and we just manage that process for them. It's really cool because once they become Google guaranteed, then you can. And then it's kind of like AdWords. It works in the same AdWords world. So you set the budget, the weekly budget, and they tell you how many calls you'll probably get. Um, and then you can say, "Hey, I charge thirty percent of your budget to manage this." And if and then you can. It's really so. <laughs> I never thought. I'm kind of thinking about this on the fly. So I'm giving you guys a, some some info. Um, you can say, okay, I want to spend you know, $200 a week or $100 a week or $300 a week or $400 a week. And it'll tell you like with $100, you might get one to three calls. 200 you might get three to six, so on and so forth. Uh, and that's a really easy pitch when you're talking to a customer because you can say, do you want to get the most calls possible? And they'll say, yeah. And you can say, okay, it might be like $400 a week, a $1,600. let us call it an even 2000 a month, and I'll manage this for you. Oh, there you go. There you go. Add that to your services, right? Anyways, what was my point? What was my point? Oh, okay. Uh, I like to look at AdWords <laughs> as far as competitor research goes because – not I'm a graphic designer, right? I, I help with graphics, but I also know, and you should know if you're a graphic designer, that the words on the graphics matter. The content on it matters, and the content above it and below those words matter. So why does looking at AdWords work? Because you're looking at copy that someone's written that's ranking first in a competitive space. So why not steal it? 
<laughs> huh? So you search HVAC company near me, you get Google guaranteed, and then you see the ads, right? You see one, two, three ads up top. You see one, two, three, maybe four ads at the bottom. And then you show them, you say, wow, look, uh, so you said your competitor, you know, the competitor you named, they're showing up fourth or fifth. That means their budget isn't as high as, and then you point to one, two, three, right? And they say, well, what's, what's a budget like that look like? That's easy. Open up AdWords and use their keyword planner tool, put in the, the keywords and it's going to spit out or, and then you have to change your location. So it'll automatically be at United States, but change it to whatever city you're in, maybe the state you're in. And then it'll tell you the cost per click for that keyword. Cost per click might be for HVAC. It might be anywhere from four to $14 per click, depending on the keyword. Right. And then you just do the math. You say, okay, looks like the cost, but let's just for round numbers, let's just say $10. So cost per click for that keyword is $10. It looks like in the state it's, it's searched about 250 times a month. That's $2,500 just for that keyword. So we can deduce that, you know, whoever's shown up first for all these keywords, they're probably, they probably have a budget of about $10,000, right? You're figuring it out together, right? They're in it with you now. You're not telling them your budget should be 10000 leaving them to think, well, how the hell did you come to that? You know, or you're just trying to get more money from me. You just figured it out together. And guys, that has worked for me 90% of the time. 90% of the time. Because they've seen the research that's gone into your decision making. You're having the right conversation with them now. The wrong conversation is, hey, here's what I do. I do design. Here are my packages. Let me know which one you'd like. No, no, no. From the steps we just walked through, you've told them, you've shown them, you know the landscape. You know how to pull the right verbiage. You know how to look at the competitors. You know what to look for. And now, what are you going to do? You're going to open up your portfolio. You're going to say, hey, we've made ads that, that look similar. Now, with a little adjustments, I've done this too. With a few adjustments, we can have a slamming ad that's a lot better than this. Watch this. And I'll pull an ad that's already, you know, one of those competitor ads. Drag that into Photoshop, right? Throw another image in. Bang, throw their logo up there. Show them how we're going to piece this together, how it all works. And they're watching you like, oh, okay, all right. This makes sense, Right? Have you ever approached a meeting like that? Or have you gone in with a proposal and say, this is our standard pricing. Which one do you want? You want the one with the design with stationary or not? <laughs> That's why I can't stress enough how important it is to know everything about the landscape you're in. Okay? You're, if you're doing graphic design, know everything about it. Know the billboard companies, know, know, know the stationary companies, know where they need to order, right? You're, if you're working in digital and you're going to be making creative uh, for them, know where that needs to live. Know where it benefits them and show them. That's why, that's why the, the, the answer to the question, what do you do, is so important, man. 
It's so important to answer that question right. Because if someone said, hey, what do you do? And you say, I'm a graphic designer. Boom. Okay, that's what you are. That's what you do. You, gra you design graphically. Cool. Next. Next person. If this were speed dating, they'd, they'd sit down and they say, hey, I'm, J I'm Jake. What do you do? I'm a graphic designer. Okay, cool. Nice to meet you. Next. <laughs> the answer to that question isn't your title ever. I don't think it should be. When people ask what I do, depending on the conversation, right? If we're in a if we're at an advertising convention conference or you know or something similar, and people say, "Hey, what do you do?" We'll say, "You know those ads that kind of follow you around, or when you think about something and you see that ad show up, we're the people that determine that you're the person who needs to see that ad." <laughs> Not I'm in digital advertising. Right? It's not memorable. Or if they, you know, if, if if your goal is, I help small businesses, right? What do you do? I help small businesses. Okay, next. What if, hey, what do you do? Well, you know how difficult it is for people to kind of find their footing when they're trying to figure out marketing and advertising and all that, and it can be a real pain, especially with, you know, small business owners who are, who have to dump all their time into their business and don't really have time for that. I help kind of usher them into that world so they can make a little bit more profit, um, in the digital world. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Sounds a lot better, doesn't it? Answering what do you do is so important, man. I don't, cause it, I don't, it pigeonholes you. What do you do? I help small businesses. Cool. I'm not a small business. Who considers themselves a small business? Honestly. I mean, I, I can name a couple, but aside from like the little bookstore in the corner of a campus, right? Who considers themselves a small business? And who wants to be pigeonholed as a small business? I'm sure most people who start a business want to grow it, expand it. So they're not going to say, I'm a small business. No. And what constitutes a small business? A small amount of employees? A small square footage? Shouldn't be, I just, I help small businesses. Why not large businesses? Why not all businesses? Why not large businesses? Honestly. Why couldn't you help large businesses? <laughs> There's got to be something you can offer them. Data analysis, audits. I do, I do, if, let's go back to the designer. I do design audits. I make sure your design is succinct across the board. I also deliver you an analysis each year uh, of the industry's design, uh, see how things are shaping. So you don't have to spend time doing that research, large business. Is that something you'd be interested in? It's, it's a once a year plan. You get it delivered at the, at, in the fourth quarter of every year. It's $10,000, and it'll keep you up to date with what's going on. Absolutely, I want that, because I don't have time for that, you know? I think answering that what, what do you do question is important because it turns your clients or people's referrals from I know a good designer to 
there's somebody that you have to meet. Cause I know you have a, you have your business and this person like helps you learn all the other stuff that you need to know about your business. Even if you're just a designer, it turns that referral from a simple one to a, you got to meet this person. Yeah. They set me down. They showed me all. I didn't even know you could do that. They showed me all the research and everything. Yeah. I'm working with them. You should too. That's a lot better than a package deal. Just, do you want a bronze, silver, or gold? <laughs> do you want the beginner, the uh, me, the mediary? I don't know. Beginner, uh, advanced expert. Which one? Figure out what your what do you what your answer is to what do you do. Because you're going to get asked that a lot. So uh, what uh, what do you do? I love answering it. Whether it be in the advertising side. Even with audience rent. What do you do? Well, we make it so when people are having trouble figuring out exactly who to run their ads to. Because, you know, I don't know if you know this, but Facebook took away so many targeting details. Like, you used to be able to target people based on religion or based on, you know, their political side. Um, even like books and authors that they liked, they used to be able to just find those people and send the ads to it. Well, they took a lot of that away. So we stepped in and we offer that in the marketplace for people. Wow. They say, cause now you've educated them on a problem you fixed and that's what you do. You're a problem solver. You know, it doesn't have to be like this canned response for everybody. It just depends on who you're talking to. And you kind of learn how to have the right conversation with people that way, I think. Anyways, I think I'm good. I think that's good. That was a lot. That was a lot. But use some of that stuff, man. Do the research in front of them. Right then and there. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing not professional about it. If anything, it kind of breaks down that barrier of performance and shows your smarts. And how quickly you can solve things. How quickly you can look into things. You know? I think clients like to see that. I would. I'd love to see that. I really would. I, I would love to go into a car dealership and say, you know, how fast does this go 0 to 60? And they say, let's see. And then we're both looking at it. We're like, oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. That would make me feel more connected. Wouldn't it make you feel more connected? If you were like, if you were at some fancy restaurant, you were like, mm, "What's in here?" And the waiter was like, "I don't know." Here, come with me. And you're like, "Where are we going?" He's like, "Come with me." And you go back in the kitchen, you see the chef, and you're like, "Hey, I didn't know the answer to this." And he wanted to know too. Well, like, what's in this? And the chef's like, "Oh, oregano." And you're like, "Oregano, I knew it." And then you and the waiter, you know, high five and maybe play basketball the next week together. <laughs> <laughs> anyways i'm kind of delirious i'm i gotta get ready i'm going to the gym i'm johnny works out a lot that's my nickname they all call me that everyone does and i didn't even tell them to everyone says hey it's old johnny works out a lot coming in again nobody calls me that um thanks guys for listening until the next one huh hey you can always write me on twitter at dominic d-o-m-i-n-i-c-k underscore t-m-g that's tango mango gango Check us out at themontgomerygroup.us. 
zip on over and see all the cool data stuff we're doing over at audiencerent.com. And if you're tired of business cards and want something cooler, check out Link, L-I-N-Q, linkapp.com. Uh, they're cool bracelets and cards and whatnot. They're really, really neato. You don't have to touch people anymore or give them business cards for them to throw away immediately. And use the code audience at checkout for 15% off. I'll talk to you guys next time. Mm-hmm.